0: I think the word or at least the term plastic moldy trying to get my fingers in there plastic moldy is really starting to evolve in this whole digital social world that we live in you know for a long time it's been used as a derogatory term you know the term plastic meaning that it's, you know it's 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 inferior it's fake it's of less of quality Lesser quality. So if you're plastic, then you're a fake. You're not as good as as the non-plastic. You know, all of those sorts of things. And you know, I type in, I could type in, plastic mouldy on Google right now. And there's an article that comes up from like 2011 that talks about this new term plastic mouldy. So it's a term that's been around for a long, long time now, and used in a quite a derogatory sense. And there's there's a lot of you'll see. Quite a bit of content out there. People making videos about you know, plastic mouldy is a made-up term. It's not something that you need to worry about. The only thing that qualifies you as being mouldy is your fucker papa, which makes sense. You know that's that's perfect. It's plain and simple. It's it's factual. There's no space for this plastic mouldy term. But what I kind of see online and in the digital space. Um, Especially with you know, Snapchat and Instagram stories and TikTok where there's a lot more opportunities for people to express themselves, the term plastic moldy, from what I can see anyway, is is almost being taken up as as like a term of endearment. It's become a word that that people can use to to connect with, and and not just connect with the Word, but connect with other people. And I was thinking, like, in terms of, if you thought of it in terms of a scale, like at one end, you've got, you know, really high, Well, there's two things on the scale. One is knowledge, and two is the practice of that knowledge you know, practicing the knowledge, the execution of the knowledge. So at one end you've got people that are very knowledgeable and practice what they preach. You know, they're the they're practitioners in their fields. They know a lot about their own Māori identity. They know a lot about culture. They know a lot about Tadil. They know a lot about whakapapa. They know a lot about different Iwi and their connections. And they they practice what they know. And at the other end of the scale, I guess is the complete opposite, people that don't have that. And this is where this is where the plastic moldy have been have been banished to, down that end. If you're down that end of the scale, if you're not a real speaker, if you're not knowledgeable, if you're not if you don't practice your cultural knowledge, cultural beliefs, if you don't stand up for for, for, for attacks on on our culture, on our people, then you're a plastic moldy. Whack! You get hit with the plastic moldy stick. But I think the way it's evolved is that, like I referred to that article before, it's been around since you know earlier than 2011. It's been around for a long time. And I think it's been around for so long now that the, the effect of it being a negative term is starting to wear off. It's kind of like it's kind of like the grenade getting thrown over the over the brick wall. The plastic moldy grenade keep kept getting thrown over for so long. And it kept blowing up on the other side and affecting people and um, really diminishing people. But the grenade's going over now, and I think people are catching it. <laughs> they're holding it and they're almost throwing it back over. In a sense that it's it's now a term of endearment. It's a term that you know people can use as as like um, a, a, to, to to provide you know a subset of identity um, beneath you know being Maori. It's almost like a new demographic being carved out in that in that that societal grouping of people. It's this demographic of. I'm I'm part of the plastic multi crew and that's okay. You know, I think that's what I think that's what people are saying that you know it's it's this this acknowledgement and and acceptance that hey I'm not at that end of the scale, I'm not incredibly knowledgeable, nor do I practice that knowledge because I, I don't have that knowledge this acceptance of identity that that's me but also I am Moldy I fuck up, up a Moldy and I think that's really good I think that's a good thing I think that I I don't think that plastic moldy is the right the right term you know cuz like I said before it comes from this this acknowledgement that plastic is typically, or this idea that plastic's fake. But I think it's good that there's at least a term, even though it's come from a you know negative history, there is a term that people can now connect with where in their identity they're accepting that they don't know as much as they could, and that's okay. For whatever reason, whether they've been... Blissfully ignorant. They've been purposefully ignorant. They've grown up in an environment that didn't support that. All of those things. Um, there's there's acceptance and there's acceptance of self. Unfortunately, it's through that word, but at least there's some acceptance because there's. I think there's enough trouble in the world today with people struggling with identity. Especially young people, man, they got it they got it really, really tough. I, I do really, really feel for them. Particularly with the the pressure, the social pressures that come along with social media and you know the the issues of, that, that they have in social groupings, and that doesn't stop at the school gate. It follows you all the way home. It follows you into your bedroom. It follows you under the covers all through this little device called a phone. And so at least, at least that's one part of a solution to that identity issue, identity crisis, maybe we want to call it, that people are at least comfortable with using that term to define themselves because without i think without that term and without any other term there there really is no there's no other word for it there's just not a word for it you know in sports we think of a sportsman you know the the professionals in in rugby league for instance the andrew johns the stacy jones the jonathan thurstons they're the professionals in that field in that that body of knowledge that world that they live in then you've got the semi professionals then you've got the amateurs then you've got the you know, the rough dudes that just sit down at the pub screaming screaming at the screen you know counting their tab dockets there's there's in in the identity of being there's or any any sort of I guess cultural identity racial identity there's there's no terms that define not that I know of anyway maybe I'm wrong maybe you could let me know there's no terms that define whether you're extremely knowledgeable whether you don't know a lot whether you're somewhere in between whether you're like a third of the way along you know it's it's really really hard because there's no there's no real way of quantifying it it's kind of a qualifying process and the term plastic moldy at least qualifies you somewhere along that scale and it's at this end and it's not to say that that's a bad thing but you know that's just where you are you can change that position whether you want to or not you don't have to but at least at least you can find some sort of commonality and from there With that acceptance of self-identity, you can then start to connect with other people that you resonate with, that you're familiar with, people like you. That's why I go to a rugby club, to join people that have a common interest in rugby. That's why anyone goes to any sort of social group so there's you know they can connect with people that they feel safe with that they they get along with that they have common thoughts ideas experiences and so just to go back to what i said at the start about the term plastic mold is evolving i think it that that's why it's it's evolved from being the negative connotation the thing that bullies would throw over the fan the grenade that the bullies would throw over the the brick wall to do damage and it's actually been taken up by the people that it was that was meant that were meant to be being hurt by that term and i think that's a pretty cool thing now whether it has to stay whether it should stay plastic moldy that's a story for another discussion but i think the fact that those people that do sit at that level of Knowledge and practice do have some term that they can connect with. I think that's a good thing. And if you want to verify this, just type in Plastic Maldi into uh, any of your social media accounts. You'll see, you'll see the term come up a lot. And, and quite often, maybe not quite often, but there there is a, quite a frequency that occurs of people just referring to themselves as that. And to me, you know, it could be wrong, could be completely wrong in this 12-minute session, um, but I think people are starting to get some level of connectedness to that term in a positive way through the acceptance of their identity. And that's another language lesson to add to your Kete of Knowledge Hey, could you do me a favor? If you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or any other player, could you jump on and leave a rating and a review? When you do, it helps awesome people just like you, people that are starting out, learning El Maldi to find this show even faster. If you want to catch up, I'm always hanging out in the Starting in Tareo Māori Facebook group, so you can jump over to Facebook, search that, and we can catch up there. And one last thing, if you're ready to get started, if you're looking to take a more formalized approach to learning Tareo Maldi, you can check out my self-paced course at startingintareo forward slash self-paced course, or you can check out a link for it in the description of this episode. And that's it from me. I'll see you on the next episode of the Starting in Tareo Māori podcast.